go to God in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you again for this day. Thank you, Lord, for our life, for our health, that we know you, Lord. And Father, I pray, speak to our hearts today. Let your Holy Spirit speak through me. And Lord, teach us what you'd have us to know and bring us closer to you. And we ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, over the last week, last Sunday and on Wednesday, I talked about light. And I'm going to continue that today because it's pretty powerful. In the scripture readings that we read today, you know, walk in the light of the Lord. Up there on the, on the um, wall, we have, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Jesus is the light of the world. Let your light so shine in you that others may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. When Adam and Eve sinned and took from the fruit of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, immediately they recognized they were naked. And I shared they were naked before they took the fruit. So why did they recognize they were naked? Well, in the Bible, pay attention to these things. God is so orderly and things repeat themselves and they go together. Immediately when Adam and Eve sinned, they were naked and recognized it. And when Jesus was brought to the cross, history records that the Romans would strip everyone of all their clothes before they hung him on the cross. And when Jesus was hung on the cross, he was hung naked. In pictures, they clean it up a little bit by putting a loincloth on him. But crucifixion was meant to shame, to humiliate, to, to make a person suffer and have a cruel death. And it just, it, it, it just shocks me, you know. To think of someone dying a crucifixion is one thing, but to be hung there naked before his mother and his brothers and sisters and his disciples and all the people... They were shaming him. But it had to happen that way. Because Jesus, as Isaiah 53 says, was our guilt offering. And the Hebrew word there is asham. But it also means our guilt. Jesus didn't just carry our sins to the cross. He became our sins. Which is what Asham also means. He was the guilt. He became our sins. And if Adam and Eve realized they were naked right after they sinned, Jesus carrying the sins of the world was naked before the world. 
And those are those parallels. And they're all over in the Bible. And as I start to share more and more of them with you, you're going to see more and more other ones yourself because you're going to start looking for them. Adam and Eve, before they sinned, they walked with God. Bible says, and they walked with God in the cool of the evening. And we know from Scripture, here's just another parallel, that when Moses was up on the Mount Sinai getting the Ten Commandments for 40 days, he came down and his face was glowing with light from being in the presence of God. When he would go into the tabernacle and stand in front of the Ark of the Covenant, the Bible says he talked with God face to face. And when he came out, his face was glowing with light from having been in the presence of God. When Jesus went up on the Mount of Transfiguration and Moses and Elijah appeared with them, they were all dressed in light, very bright light having come right from heaven. Glowing with light. So when you look at those parallels, Adam and Eve walking with God, did they glow with God's light and with his glory? In Psalm 104 it also says, God is clothed in light. And he created us after his image. And when they sinned, did they lose that glow of God's light from walking in his presence? And is that why they realized they were naked? Well, today, our bodies don't glow because we live in sinful bodies. Our bodies, these bodies, will not inherit heaven we have to have resurrected bodies that he will give us on the last day. But these bodies do not glow. However, when Jesus rose from the dead, we always see pictures of light coming out of the tomb. He's the light of the world. And at that point, Jesus tells us that we are the light of the world. That Jesus is light. He tells us to walk in the glory of God's light. Because his light now is not a physical light that we can see glowing off of our bodies. But it is the spiritual light of God's glory that glows in our soul. Our souls are now sinless because of Christ taking our sin on the cross. And though our bodies sin, our spirits do not sin. Though our bodies make mistakes, our spirits have been purified because we've accepted Jesus and accepted his sacrifice for our sins. And Jesus said, a city said, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father. And a city set on a hill cannot be hid. You know, when we're driving at night, you can see 
lights from cities here and there and houses there. You can't hide them. Because Jesus is shining through us just like lights shine through a city. When I lived on the kibbutz in Israel, one day the um, director of the volunteers called all of us volunteers together and said, war may come tonight. And so we're going to have all lights out as it gets dark. Lights will not be on. And here's the bomb shelter, and this is how you get in it. Let's go down in it. Let's go through it so you know what it's all about. And if war comes tonight, we'll all go into the different bomb shelters throughout the kibbutz. And after she got all done sharing about this, she looked at me and she said, Emery, you and I will pray that war does not come tonight. And I thought, wow. She didn't say, let us all pray. She looked at me and called me by name. And I thought, what did she see in me that she did not see in all the other non-religious Jews on the kibbutz? She saw the light of Christ. And the whole world sees the light of Christ in us. And this is why sometimes we also become stumbling blocks to the world. Because Jesus lives in us. They can tell it. And if we go off and do something wrong or sinful or gossip about people or do some other sin, they see that too. And then they say, well, Christianity is no good because they're a believer and look at what they did. And that's why Jesus says, let our light shine. If you love me, he says, keep my commandments. Well, it's hard to do sometimes because sin is fun. If it wasn't any fun, we wouldn't do it. That's the reality. We only do things we like to do. But Jesus wants us to get closer to him, to walk in his light. Walk in it every day. Keep our eyes on him every day. With the young people, I said, turn on, they turn on the lights at night. Keep the, keep the lights on in our soul. And we do it through prayer. We do it through meditation on God's word. We do it by believing in Jesus. You're doing it right now today by coming to church and thinking about the Lord and praising him. He wants us to think about him and praise him every day. And if we thanked him more often, even for the bad stuff, even in spite of the bad stuff and the pain and the hurts and the sorrows we're dealing with, if we just said, Lord, thank you. Thank you that I'm alive. Thank you that I can get around. Thank you that I can see. Thank you that my back hurts, but at least I can get up and move. Thank you, Lord, for healing me. If we begin to thank him more, we begin to keep our eyes on him, our faith grows, and the light around our soul, around our spirit, gets brighter and brighter and brighter because we're living in the presence of the Lord. I want to sing a song for you that I wrote several years ago. I've sung it before, but it's about three men in the Bible, Moses, Daniel, and Elijah. 
and their relationship with God and how they kept their mind on God, how they prayed, how they lived for Him, how they were obedient to Him, and how they reflected the light of His glory. And So here it is, reflecting God's glory. Turn the music up a little bit. Thank you. Moses' face gave a reflection from being in the presence of the Lord. When he came from the Holy of Holies, his face glowed in the glory of God's Word. Then Moses would cover his face so the people would not see that the glory of the Lord was fading from Moses' humanity. Then there was a man named Daniel who spent time with the Lord each day. He was thrown in a lion's den because he chose to pray. But the Lord was there with him and the lions did not bite for the glory of the Lord was reflecting around Daniel through the night. Let's remember Elijah, the prophet who never died. He walked with the Lord and all his needs our God supplied. He was a man who obeyed the words God had to say and he reflected his glory as he walked with him each day. What these three had in common was their faith in the Lord. They would spend time with Him and reflect upon His Word. They came into His presence. They took some time to pray. They thought upon His Word and lived for Him each day. If we want to be like them and reflect the glory of the Lord, we must Believe in Jesus, live according to his word. Come into his presence, take some time to pray. Think upon his word and live for him each day. Come into his presence, take some time to pray. Think upon his word and live for Him each day. Come into His presence. Take some time to pray. Think upon His Word and live for Him each day. Thank you.